listeners, and welcome to the latest episode of Extra Extra, It's All About Whiskey, your bi-weekly podcast where Jason, three names, and Joshua, the Whiskey Whippet, get together and discuss a whiskey news story of the day, sometimes branching into some other things. We discuss for the first half, we riff for the second half, and we always try to get out of here in a tight 30 slash 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we succeed, sometimes we fail, but we always enjoy ourselves. That's true. You know, I, I like how whiskey whip it just rolled off your tongue. You didn't even pause. You didn't even consider the potential of a whiskey cherub. You went straight to the whiskey whip it. <laughs> whip it. <laughs> whip it real good. Real good. So this week, we're, we're going to revisit a wee friend of ours. Oh. Old, old Brexit. Ah. Yeah. You know, we, we still talk about it in other places. I feel like we just talked about it in the last episode of One Nation Under Whiskey as well. It came up. We were talking about the end of tariffs. Uh, we were talking about COVID. Maybe we didn't bring up Brexit. I'm not sure that we did, but we, you know, we lump it into the the things that we've decided were likely not a good idea. You and I... Yeah. Not to give away too much from the riffing session, but you and I have started to suggest that Brexit maybe wasn't a good idea. Yeah, it likely it likely was not. But let's let's save the deeper analysis yeah. for the second half. We've got a Forbes article authored by Philippe Schreiberg, which is a name you see um, a fair bit of uh, around these whiskey stories. Philippe is uh, is making quite the name for himself. So well done, Philippe. The title of this is Brexit is costing the Scotch whiskey industry five million pounds a week. And that's a very strong headline. Yeah, read that again, just so everybody gets that headline. It's strong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I should have led with the strength of it yeah. before yeah. I unleashed it. Oh. <laughs> you didn't take that headline out for air. The headline is Brexit. So let me even drop... The is is just me saying, here is the headline. So, the headline, colon, Brexit is costing the Scotch whiskey industry £5 million a week. A week. Per week, £5 yep. million. Pounds. Yep, £20 pounds a month, £240 million pounds a year. Ah, that's like 20 minutes of Jeff Bezos' time. Just think about that. Put that into perspective. Anyway... Continue on with your story, please. <laughs> this is going to get political enough without getting Jeff Bezos' <laughs> name involved. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was just letting that one slide for a moment. <laughs> so and and now we follow this strong headline with a strong opening paragraph. Scotland's ruling party, the Scottish National Party, known as the SNP, have recently claimed that trade complications created by Brexit are costing the Scotch whisky industry £5 million, $6.9 million a week. A week. So we're off, to, we're off to a strong start here where we've got one political party saying another political party is causing problems. So my very first question is, mm. where are these numbers coming from? Mm. Mm-hmm. And Philippe has got our back. Good. Good, good, good. The SNP used sales figures comparing sales from January to May 2021 
to the same period in 2019, revealing that export levels were lower by £105.7 million, equivalent to $146.5 million. Lending strength to the argument is that EU, European Union, Mm -hmm. sales figures following the end of the Brexit transition period from January to March 2021 dropped £135.9 million or $188.5 million compared to the same period in 2019. The UK government, led by the pro-Brexit Conservative Party, have called the claims misleading, saying that it is hard to draw conclusions in the wake of the effects of the Covid pandemic and rising export levels compared to 2020. Which, if I was them, I'd say the exact same thing. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Right? How can you tell it's that disaster? It could be this disaster (laughs) over here. (laughs) Who can tell? Stop trying to highlight this disaster I made. Please, let's look at this other one. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. So here's what's lovely here. And again, this is a nice little touch by Philippe. Walking the tightrope between these two views is the Scotch Whiskey Association, as we all know, the SWA, Mm -hmm. which represents the interests of the industry across trade and policy. And and why I love this idea of this tightrope is you've got the UK's ruling party in the Conservatives, Mm -hmm. then Scotland's ruling party in the SNP. And if you're the SWA, you're saying, how do we make a statement here that represents (laughs) our industry but doesn't piss off one of these two groups when they're clearly at polar opposites from one another? Yeah, I'd I'd suggest they'd be walking a tightrope, but it sounds like our author already made that suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Philippe makes the big bucks. Um, In an official statement, it, the SWA, pointed out the rising levels of exports since a 2020 nadir, while also making clear that doing business in the EU has become more complicated thanks to the changes in trade that Brexit has created. Mm -hmm. And here comes the quote. It's a multi-paragraph quote. Oh, all right. The way Scotch whisky is exported to the European Union has changed since Brexit, and producers have had to adapt to changes to custom systems, labelling, and paperwork, as well as the withdrawal of some transport services. The quote continues... The level of exports fluctuates month by month, and this has been impacted over the past 18 months by both the COVID-19 pandemic as well as by the UK's departure from the EU, Mm -hmm. which is another one, right? Is it COVID? Is it Brexit? Why not both? (laughs) Uh The quote continues... While it was undoubtedly a tough start to the year for companies, 
the drop in exports in the first quarter is partly explained by increased exports in December 2020. Now that infection control measures in many of our global markets are easing, the pace of the industry's export recovery is encouraging. End quote. Hmm. We'll come back to that lengthy quote in the second half of yeah. today's episode. Okay. Let's keep going with the article. The cost of doing business is certainly higher. We're back to Philippe now. Mm -hmm. The cost of doing business is certainly higher for Scotch whiskey companies because of Brexit, and to some extent favour larger companies that can absorb the costs while smaller producers might lose out. For example, the price of materials that come from the EU used in Scotch whisky has risen. The SNP Shadow Secretary of State for International Trade, Drew Hendry, mm -hmm. claimed in June that the price of cardboard and glass used by the industry is up 12% and 7% respectively. So that's to say cardboard is up 12%, glass is up 7%. Mm -hmm. Many UK retailers were also not shipping to the EU following the end of the transition period. The world's largest online whiskey retailer, the Whiskey Exchange, Checks out. has recently started shipping to the EU again after many months of not being able to do so. While another large online vendor, Master of Malt, is still not delivering to the EU. Wow. So there you wow. go, Master of Malt, you know, they, they stopped shipping to the US when they were purchased by AB InBev. Now they're not shipping to the EU either. Amazing. So they, they can only ship within the UK. And that's, or Asia. Or, okay, yeah, good, good point. Okay, so, so not the US, not Europe. But the UK, potentially Asia, yeah. maybe other spots. What, okay. What what a what a shame to be landed with that Asian market. Gosh, what are what are they buying? What kind of money are they spending? <laughs> oh, they're buying everything all the time. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> Couple more paragraphs here. Despite Downing Street's protests, Brexit has also complicated the process of exporting, despite the free trade agreement signed between the EU and UK. On its website covering Brexit, the SWA makes clear that there have been delays and disruptions to shipments, that exporting to the EU is now more expensive and complicated, and shipping to Northern Ireland is still problematic. I read that and I just see the, the word cluster in yeah. big capital letters, right? <laughs> cluster. Uh, yeah, you know, just, just cluster. Hashtag okay. cluster. Okay. Right. Uh, final paragraph from Philippe. Though Brexit has clearly not helped the Scotch whisky industry thus far, the picture is still rosier than 2020, when US tariffs and economic uncertainties from the COVID pandemic were also hitting overall sales hard. However, as the EU is one of the Scotch whisky industry's key markets, Brexit uncertainties are unlikely to go away any time soon. There you go. Everybody tucked in nicely. 
<laughs> I've tucked in. I have my little bear and my binky, and I and I'm and I'm ready. <sighs> Good night, COVID. Good night, tariffs. <laughs> oh, Brexit! You're still here. Oh. How about how about you? How about how about we go to a very short break? headline upon you. Mm -hmm. Brexit is costing the Scotch whiskey industry £5 million a week. Mm -hmm. And we ran with the claim the SNP was making against the Conservative government. Mm -hmm. Were you convinced as you listened to the rest of that article that there is a case for this being £5 million a week? Or did you not putting words in your mouth, just here, this is costing some amount of money that might be difficult to determine because there are a number of other factors in play here. Well, the first thing I did was grab a calculator and I did five times 52 and got to 260 million pounds. So whether that is the number, I guess, will remain to be seen. But in listening to that, listening to the article as you went on well let me let me let me back up a little bit yes reading that headline like most people would do this day these days you'd say my gosh look how terrible brexit is it's ruining the scotch whiskey industry but this is why it's important to read articles because there simply is never black and white it's obvious this isn't black and white has Brexit negatively affected the Scotch whiskey industry? Of course it has. It's negatively affected a good number of things within the UK. But it's not the only thing that's gone on. I'm glad that Philippe pointed out, oh yeah, and by the way, this COVID thing happened. There was a global pandemic affecting things. I, I like that Philippe went a little deeper. What about you? No, I was going to make the same point that you just made a moment ago, which is in this social media world, if you were anti-Brexit, you go, see, garbage. If you're pro-Brexit, you go, no, 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 there's these other factors in play. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, right? fake news. Yeah. <laughs> right? To really get into it. And it, at the end of the day, it's a quick article in Forbes, yeah. right? That, yep. that we're reading and, and quickly riffing on and then moving on to another thing. So yes, it is more complicated. The fact that cardboard pricing has gone up, the <laughs> fact that glass has gone up, the fact that we are within a week, 10 days, two weeks of it being announced that 2,000 military personnel are being summoned to potentially drive tractor trailers, 18-wheel <laughs> vehicles, lorries, trucks, call them what you will, to put food on supermarket shelves in the United Kingdom, there's serious fallout from Brexit. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you want to put a number on it, whether or not you want to compare it to 2019, whether or not you can clear out the weeds to move beyond 
the tariffs and COVID to say this is exactly the door of Brexit. Mm. Regardless of all of that, there is something serious in place here. And I would like to hear... I would like to hear somebody say, here are the areas that need immediate focus Mm. for us to overcome some of these hurdles that we knew we would have to overcome, right? The fact that the UK and the EU set out to sign uh, a free trade agreement, Mm -hmm. well, that was one of the key aspects people didn't want to walk away from with the relationship with the European Union. Yep. So when you rush back to signing that, you know the value of that. What's really wacky for me, you know, be, being a you know forty-seven year old Scot, you know, someone who lived in the UK, you know, from birth till till twenty-seven, hearing Northern Ireland thrown in here, right? <laughs> Northern <laughs> Ireland is a part of the United Kingdom, uh-huh. like. And and I know I know there were difficulties with the, you know that open border between yeah, the Republic of, the of Ireland, yeah. which is the European Union, mm-hmm. and Northern Ireland, which is the United Kingdom. Just that border was complicated and remains complicated. Mm-hmm. And so, is it complicated? Yes. Is it costing money? Well, undoubtedly, right? Right. Will the problems be resolved? I think that's the next stage. Because do we have Brexit? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Has it caused problems? Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Did we know it was... Even even if you were for or against Brexit, you knew there were challenges ahead. You would hope you right? would know there are challenges <laughs> right. ahead, yes. Right? And so, so here we are dealing with these challenges. So let's move on to what's next? Where do we go here? So can we back up a little bit back to the free trade agreement? Mm -hmm. So Brexit happens and people move to establish this free trade agreement that, that is in place that has been signed. Is it in effect? Can, are you able to talk to our listeners a a bit more on that free trade agreement? I am not. Nope. Nope. I, I don't know any more than I just read in this article. And and why? Because of what we just talked about. What have you and I been dealing with in the US? The tariffs and COVID. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, as, as soon as Brexit went into effect, we've got Jess sitting in Glasgow, global sales manager. Mm-hmm. She's the one working with Germany. Mm-hmm. She's the one working with Sweden. Mm-hmm. Right? She's, she's the one working with... You know, the Netherlands and Belgium to see what that looks like, right? Yep. yep. You know, glass, glass being made in France and coming in from France. She's the one dealing with that side of things. Yeah. You know, it's 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 funny hearing that increase in, in cardboard at 12% sourced from the EU. The increase of glass at 7%. Again, that glass imported from the EU it makes me think of the statement that we had heard not too long ago when it was announced that here in the U.S. we could we could start using this 700 milliliter bottle, to which people would say, oh, that's fantastic. When's my discount coming? <laughs> well, your difference uh, from 750 milliliter to 700 milliliter is a 
about six and a half percent, which gets lost really quick in Real normal quick. times. In normal times, that's why you would never see a decrease. And now, even if there was the possibility for a decrease, you've got an increase of seven percent on glass, and you've got an increase of twelve percent on cardboard. This is why when people hear of these things, ooh, the tariffs are going to come down, we're going to see prices drop, or we want to see prices drop, or bottle size change, we want to see prices drop. It's not as cut and dry. And when things happen, when things are announced, when bills are put into place, or when tariffs are removed, the reaction is not as immediate as the action. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why we've got super savvy consumers listening to this podcast. They're informed. <laughs> they get it. They see why the money is the money. Can I bring us back to the the SWA quote? Yeah, please, 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 please. That that was the like two paragraph quote you had, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's multi, yeah. yeah. But uh, again, just to reiterate what we said in the first half, you've got. Philippe, the author, saying, walking the tightrope <laughs> enters the SWA. So I wanted to return to this quote and say, okay, what is the SWA saying here? Because they they make no appeals to the money, which is interesting because with the tariff situation, they did attach a number sure. to what was being lost through tariffs. And so... Maybe there's a bigger quote. I feel like if there was a number in their statement, Philippe would have used it. Hmm. So so I'm listening carefully to their words here. This is the SWA quote. The way Scotch whiskey is exported to the European Union has changed since Brexit. There you go. Solid statement. And producers have had to adapt to changes to custom systems, labeling and paperwork. Mm -hmm as well as the withdrawal of some transport services. That's been the really shocking part, is now if you're trying to get a freight forwarder, a carrier, mm -hmm. to take your pallet of cases off to another European country, yeah. there are some saying, no, nope, sorry, not, not touching it. We're, we're not doing that part of the business anymore. Okay, Conti continue with the quote. I, I do have a comment regarding that particular... Bit. Yeah, come on. Yeah, throw it in now because we're going to go in a different direction here. Well, again, with the quote, again with with the spirit of this not being cut and dry, this not being black or white. I wonder if we weren't in the middle of a global container shortage due to the COVID pandemic, if freight companies might have a different stance through this, you know transition of Brexit as the UK figures itself out through, you know, through this, the end of this relationship between them and the European Union? Potentially, but, but I think of something that Jess said the other day in our meeting, which was European lorry drivers are paid by the kilometre. By the kilometre, yeah. Mm -hmm. As they're now coming into the UK to make goods and they're sitting at port going nowhere, they're making no money on that. And so you say, okay, that's not a route we're going to mm -hmm. do anymore. But why, but why point, are they sitting there 
waiting? Are they sitting there waiting because they paperwork. don't have the containers? It's paperwork. No, it's, it's paperwork. paperwork. Yeah. Okay. It's the paperwork. Okay. Yeah. And so that's and that's been part of the SWA statement here. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. now new paperwork. When we talk to our our bottling hall, they're talking about the new paperwork yeah. that's part yep. of exports. You are right. Yeah. Going into the EU, so so I I agree with you. Yeah, COVID, <laughs> COVID is giving us a less than level playing field here. Mm. But these trade changes have really screwed the pooch at the worst possible time. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Double whammy. Yep. Right. So so back to the SWA quote, and why I, I was happy for your comment there is they go off to talk about COVID here. Good. The level of exports fluctuates month by month, and this has been impacted over the past 18 months by both the COVID-19 pandemic as well as by the UK's departure from the EU. There you go. There you go. While it was undoubtedly a tough start to the year for companies, the start of the year being Brexit, the drop in exports in the first quarter is partly explained by increased exports in December 2020. And the reason I wanted to come back to this mm. quote mm-hmm. <laughs> is for that very point, right? So they've, they've cleverly set up that exports fluctuate month by month. Yes. What they're now saying in the next sentence is, given, how, given that everybody knew... It was going to be Brexit, January 2021. And, and we lived through this. Goodness gracious, the end of last year was insane. Look how many companies rushed to clear their exports by the conclusion of December 2020. Uh. So they were not touching Brexit <laughs> in January 2021 or February or March, like that first quarter of 2021, yeah. folk just tried to stay out of that game, yeah. right? Yep. And if you didn't get it imported, exported out of the UK by the close of December 2020, you walked right into a Brexit shit show. Wow. Wow. And so now the, the final statement here from SWA. Now that infection control measures in many of our global markets are easing, the pace of the industry's export recovery is encouraging. So just like any good business, you spend some time working out, okay, what is the new normal? Mm-hmm. You throw money at the problem. You hire people to do your paperwork <laughs> yeah. to make sure that it goes a little easier. You've now got the free trade agreement, and I, I'm happy to, to skip along to that paragraph in just a moment as well. And you've got the easing of some yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Right? And so now we're moving, you know, here we are now, you know, three quarters, more or less, of the way through um, 2021. We're now starting to see an easing, right? The beginning of an easing. Mm-hmm. But but as you point out, as the article points out, but cardboard is still more expensive. Glass is still more expensive. Shipping containers still aren't as readily available as they had been. But now we're even hearing sea freight might be easing, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's another way to go again. So 
so I, I, it feels like an ongoing. I, I do, I do quite like the tempered nature of the SWA statement here, and, and, and that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, I think, I think Philippe's Philippe's introduction to to those few paragraphs was perfect. It's obvious they're 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 talking about both sides. They're not pointing fingers. They're just saying horrible situation made even worse because of COVID. Yep. Um, let me just return to this this paragraph with the free trade agreement in it, uh, and then we'll then we'll call it an episode. Despite Downing Street's protests, Brexit has also complicated the process of exporting, despite the free trade agreement signed between the EU and UK. That's it. There's really there's no more information on that. Yeah. On its website covering Brexit, the SWA makes clear that there have been delays and disruptions to shipments, that exporting to the EU is now more expensive and complicated, and shipping to Northern Ireland is still problematic. So, so there you go. So, so even if you get the government saying, we have the free trade in place, mm-hmm. things still changed. Paperwork still changed. Things still got complicated. Shipments still got delayed it still wasn't a seamless transition. And here we are losing some quantity of money yeah. on a weekly basis for all of those factors. But might it resolve? Might it get easier? Yeah, yeah, it, it might. Didn't, Hopefully. Didn't Douglas Adams have something to say about paperwork in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I feel as if I would he had assume a lot so. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But, yeah, but it's just amazing that you know. Obviously, that this this is a big change, right? The UK is no longer part of the EU, but the fact it it, it just amazes me that okay, guys, deals off. Now let's have five thousand pounds of paperwork to do everything we'd been doing just fine before then. It's just. You know what someone said to me the other day, and it was a saying that I heard uh, years ago, and I'm pleasantly reminded of it every now and again. And and the the quote is, "Play stupid games, win stupid prizes," and 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 that is just that's Brexit to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and knowing that it was going to be <sighs> difficult, knowing it was going to be problematic. And to think that tariffs got thrown on top of that and mm-hmm. a global pandemic got on thrown top on of top that. of that. Right. That the fact there still is a whiskey industry is somewhat startling. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the fact there are any industries is somewhat startling. Very right. True. The resolve of, of of our human brothers and sisters is is absolutely remarkable. Um in just kind of saying, okay, let's roll up our sleeves and let's make something work and here we are <laughs> yeah just it, it just, is interesting though re- reading back there and, and and just thinking for that split second of the difference between december 2020 and january 2021 and just thinking right how impossibly difficult last november december was mm-hmm. for for all of us in single cast nation 
Well, it, it'll be interesting following the this free trade agreement that the article talks about. You know, it's obvious that's a point that you. It's obvious that's something you and I know very little, if anything, about. So we need to yep. get ourselves caught up on that, because obviously that will hopefully positively affect our business dealings uh, within the European Union. So, but you know, having said that, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking. I, I bet Jess already knows all of the ins and outs about this. She she's on the up and up. She knows her stuff. So we could just ask her. <laughs> Paging Jess Lomas. Paging Jess Lomas. If you, dear listener, would like to reach out to us, just use the old questions at one nation under whiskey dot com email address mm -hmm. we do always love hearing from you and and if you've got a recommendation for a story that you're seeing in your neck of the woods we'd love to give it a read potentially use it on a future episode of extra extra in the meantime joshua hatton we better take a look at the clock and get ourselves out of here see if we've made this a tight 30 or 35 minutes i think i think it may be a tight 35 minutes 17 seconds I think we're in the we're in the wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Until later, my friend. It's been real, Jason. Thank you, sir. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, listeners. Cheers. One elephant, two elephant, three elephant, four elephant, five elephant. Was that too slow? I, I was. I liked my rhythm, but I didn't know if it was maybe too slow. It got me there. It was consistent. It was right? consistent. It was, it was building to a denouement. Yes. Yeah, it got me right in the denouement. In the denouement. <laughs> that almost makes me think of a brand of yogurt. But anyway. Oh yeah, try a new denouement with the right? fruit, fruit on the bottom. Right? Denouement with the fruit on the right. bottom. I think that would take off. Uh.